You're listening to Making It Better with Uncle George, a podcast dedicated to helping you improve your relationships, your communication, and your leadership. George Curry is an executive coach with over 50 years of experience, author of the best-selling book, Give Me a Hug, how small acts of recognition deliver big results and create a culture of success. A university lecturer, a man who gives a f*** about helping people. Well, good morning again. My name is Bert Telly. I am your host sitting down with your co-host, Gino Scovio and Mr. George Curry. And on today's episode, we are going to be talking about how to, how to, how to, what an important topic that is, George. Well, it's, uh, I'm not sure how I got to it, but I have to admit that it's one of my favorite all-time expressions. Uh, I think I've used that uh, with clients for the last 50 years, uh, constantly bugging them about how to, how to. Um, and what I find is that in, in business and, and, and even in family life and relationships, uh, people forget to ask a how-to question. Mm. Uh, the and the difference is lateral thinking versus linear thinking. What do you L- mean by that? Well, lateral thinking is coming up with ten how-tos for whatever you're doing. Mm-hmm. You got an issue. Uh, something's gone wrong. Whatever. How? Well, here's how we're going to fix it. Okay, that's one. What about the other nine? And I use the number 10 because it forces people to. And I never, even when I was in business, I never accepted the first answer they gave me. Right. I said, okay, how many more do you have? How else can we do this? Keep going, keep going. How do we manage that? What if that doesn't work? How about this? How? So if your mind is open to more than just one solution, you're going to be so much better. You know, and the, I mean, the whole purpose of these podcasts is to help people make things better. Mm-hmm. I'm not here to solve the world problems. <laughs> we can't. But we want to make things better. So whether it's personal stuff or business stuff, uh, I always ask, how? How are you going to fix that? How many how-tos are there? Well, i got a problem. Okay, that's good. How many solutions have you come up with? Yeah. Well, I haven't come out, but I, I, that's why I'm in your office. I was waiting for you to tell me. <laughs> yeah, no, but they, and that's the big mistake, if you will, or, or <laughs> leaders, managers always say, oh, well, just go and call on so-and-so and tell them to do this. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, what about the other nine how-tos? Well, we don't want to talk about that. Or they don't even ask. They're focused on linear solutions rather than on lateral thinking. Why do you think that is? Why do you think that it's easier? That's the case. It's easier. Lazy. It's, it's, it's a lazy mind. Yeah. And again, it goes back to what I said in one of the other podcasts. It's the conditioning we have. Mommy, mommy, what am I supposed to do? Go to your room and fix this. Okay, that's it. Mm-hmm. But never a how-to question is asked. How many times have you asked your own kids how-to? You don't. You find the solution right away. Daddy, what should I do? Nope. You have an answer. So <laughs> your mind is conditioned to say, oh, well, as, as long as I can fix it, it's okay. We do, we're more into fixing than making things better. 
which is a whole different concept. My concept is I want to make it better. And even 10% better, isn't that good? It's better. It's still better. And if I can make it 25% better, it's better. I can't fix it. We, the one thing that I need to emphasize here is that you will never, it is impossible to change a human being. Can't do it. Why? Because of the last time we recorded the human files, those files are in your brain, mm-hmm. period. It's on the hard drive, as I call it. So how are you going to change that person's hard drive? Can you take it out? Well, carve, punch a hole in your brain and throw it out? Not going to happen. But I can make modifications. So your, your quest should never be to fix. Your quest should be to modify, to make things better. And you make things better by looking at all the possibilities. There's no such thing as, well, let's find that one thing that's going to make it better. Yeah. What about the 10 other things that exist, the mm-hmm. other how-tos? And by the way, which how-to do you prefer? Some how-tos that you come up with, you know what, you can't do it. I'm uncomfortable with that how-to. Okay, how-to this. One of my favorite exercises that I do in my seminars, I usually work in a U-shaped room, and I stand in the middle of the U, and I say, okay, the solution or the problem, the issue, whatever you want to call it is, to go from Toronto to Montreal. How do we do that? Gino, how many ways can you think of that? I think we can drive there. We can drive. It'd take a long time, but we could walk there. You can walk. We could take a bike. Take a bike. Uh, there's the train. There's the train. The bus. The bus. We could fly. Fly. Could take a helicopter. So all of a sudden, you've got... All kinds of how-tos. All kinds of how-tos. I don't think you got to 10, though. We, 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 didn't didn't the other, we only got to seven on that one. Well, then let's leave. <laughs> <laughs> you were counting, eh? I was counting, yeah. Let's just go with a couple more. But what happens is now our minds are open. We're thinking, wait a minute. Yeah. Well, I, I, I don't have time to walk. But it's a good how-to. Mm-hmm. I mean, you'd lose a lot of weight. In your case, that would help. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> there's a hurt file. Oh, there's a hurt <laughs> New file. hurt file. Ouch. <laughs> you got a good now one. I got to find a how-to fix that. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, it's, you notice how the mind all of a sudden opened up? Yep. And, and you're thinking, oh, he didn't get to 10. Okay, how about you contributing something? Well, if we're in a meeting... When you've got seven or eight or ten people in the room, you start. Well, uh, Henry didn't think of that. Well, Henry, can you think? Oh, yeah, well, as a matter of fact, uh, I can go by horse and buggy. Oh. Good one. Jeez, there's a good one. one. They missed that one. Yeah. Okay, Jennifer, how about you? Well, she'll come up with something else. And by the time you go around the room, what have you done? You have created an opportunity to congratulate them, to say, well done, that's great. Hmm. Well, we talked a long time about having opportunities to recognize people. 
and tell them they're great. That's a great suggestion. That's a wonderful idea. It's it's kind of a I don't know. I I, I call it creating opportunities to build positive files. They don't just come by you know opening the door and the sun <laughs> they all fly in. A manager, a parent, anybody. Uh-huh. You have to look for opportunities, and those come from how-tos. It's a great way to create the opportunity. Well, and the and minute you do it, oh, your job as a leader is to appreciate that. Yeah. And, in fact, it's one of the major roles that you have. Well, I want to come back to this point you mentioned on the conditioning. You, know, you called it uh, lazy or, or not thinking. Why is that? prevalent in our society why is that the case we're in a hurry yeah we're in a hurry everything has to be fixed right now who's got time or i mean look south and see what they're trying to do this you know but it's a lazy mind but lazy is a bad i don't like that word because it sort of says well you know he's lazy he's not lazy it's conditioning Mm mm-hmm it's more conditioning than lazy. Conditioning is that's the way it's been done for 10 years, 20 years, 15 years. When you're a child, there's no time to discuss how-tos. A six-year-old doesn't even know how to spell how-to. Right. Attention span's low. It's very low. Yeah. And their educational level is low. There's no way that a six-year-old is going to think of 20 ways of getting from Boston to New York. He doesn't even know where Boston is. <laughs> so we tend to accept that first answer we get. We tend to accept a fix. It's a quick fix. I mean, how many times you've been in business for a number of years? Aren't you always looking for a quick fix? Sales are down. Oh, what do we do? Well, why don't we do both? Okay, great. Bogo. <laughs> well, that's it. We fixed Promo. it. No way then. No. Nope. What about the other 10 how-tos? Here's one of my favorite exercises. We'll do it now if you have mm-hmm. time. You're in business and so are you. We're gonna have a sidewalk sale in the middle of February. Perfect. <laughs> That's out of the box Perfect. thinking. Right? That's out of the box thinking. You think we can do it? Why not? Why not? Good. So you referred back to the why not principle we talked about. So how many ways can we do it? And the first reaction you're going to get is, ah, can't do it. It's too cold. There's no way the snow. I mean, there's four feet of snow out there. It's raining. <coughs> the weather forecast calls for uh, um, ice on the roads. Ice and salt. It's and awful. Yeah. So what are we going to do? How about a tent? How about, well, oh, gee, there's a how-to. Get some heaters. I was going to say, get some heaters in there. Get some, some balloons. Hot chocolate. <laughs> Steve, that's a great idea. Yeah. Hot chocolate would work, wouldn't it? In it fact, would, uh, it would attract a lot of people if we made it free hot chocolate. Free hot chocolate. So already we've got three how-tos, and we haven't even started discussing it. What else do we need? Sidewalk sale in the middle of February. My God, what else can we do? How many other how-tos can we think of to ensure that we are successful. What about calling the press? 
Mm-hmm. What about getting on Facebook and saying, guess what, guys? You know, they all mobilize overnight to, to hurt people, but <laughs> let's mobilize to come and get a free hot chocolate. We're going to do it outside a metro store or wherever we're going to do it. And all of a sudden, great. What goes with hot chocolate? Marshmallows. Ah, marshmallows. Marshmallows, yeah. So can we call a manufacturer or a company that makes marshmallows mm-hmm. and get them involved? Maybe we could tie some charity to it. A what? Charity. Make it a charitable event. Oh, isn't that an excellent how-to, Gino? <laughs> you see how we've gone now? Yeah. From it's too cold, there's ice, there's snow, there's this, now all of a sudden we're into charitable. What kind of a charity do you think in this area? What, what would be most helpful? Maybe kind of like uh, donating jackets and stuff. Like Fight the it's cold. It's cold. Fight the cold. Right? Yeah. Blankets, scarves, hats. You name it. Homelessness. Yeah. What did you just say? Homelessness. Oh, isn't that an excellent how-to? You see how far we've gone now? Yeah, absolutely. So instead of saying, well, let's just get some heaters. That's it. It's okay. Sidewalk. Problem solved. You want want a sidewalk sale, boss? Well, just get some heaters. It'll be fine. Don't worry about the snow. Next. (laughs) We've gone from having a sidewalk sale to giving out hot chocolate, to doing a charitable event, what would make the charitable event even more wonderful? What if we were to call the local press? Mm-hmm. What if we were to call the newspapers, the magazines, and say, guess what? The company is going to hold a, <laughs> imagine, a sidewalk sale in the middle of February with free hot chocolate, we're going to donate the money to blah, 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 blah. You think the press would love a story like that in the uh, middle yeah. of February? Absolutely. <laughs> so all of a sudden, we've got publicity going. Now, if it was a children's event, children's charity, I wonder if we can get some children involved. Mm. Go to a local school and get some kids out there. Okay. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a wrench in here. Yeah, I'm go play the devil's throw. advocate. Is it a, a big uh, big wrench? Or it's a small? big wrench. Where's the big? spokes on your wheels? Okay. I'm gonna stick one in here. <laughs> Why don't you get rid of them? Just, <laughs> let's just pretend that I'm management and I hear this. How much money are we gonna make? What's it gonna cost me to put resources towards that? What am I gonna lose out on by doing that? Wouldn't that be the standard? Yeah, the usual. That's your standard the usual, the, the, the the usual, usual the, monopoly the, guy board <laughs> response. Okay, well, guess what? If I'm in a, in a meeting room with my gang, with my team, I'll accept that. And fr- frankly, that should be part of the discussion. Mm-hmm. You know you're going to get that response. So, again, how, okay, how can we resolve? How can we answer those questions? Well, yeah, it's going to take up time. My question is going to be, do you want to increase sales? Yes or no? Mm -hmm. Do you want to increase profits? How about our reputation? Imagine the good that's going to come out of this when the press picks it up. And 
forget the press even if you're not crazy about that, but the people in this community, in this area, are going to think, wow, Bert and his company are really fantastic people. Do you really understand that they are going to be drawn to you the next time around? That they're going to have good things to say about you? That maybe you've created a bit of a legacy, a bit of a reputation, and any company in the world wants to have a better reputation, a good reputation. Would you say that that's an objective that's worthy? And if we were to spend, let's say we were going to do a full-page ad in the Globe and Mail or any other paper, you'd probably spend fifty or or $100,000. By the time you design it, da-da-da-da-da, I'm going to give you that free. So there's no $100,000 that you have to spend with Globe and Mail. You're going to get this free because Globe and Mail wants the story. I'm going to get them involved mm-hmm. because the charity is involved, because the store is involved. I'm going to get all these people around. And the how-to suddenly expands to a hell of a big... <laughs> the umbrella is getting bigger and bigger. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, your usual questions of how we're going to make money, how we're going to do this, and time, and so on. Oh, and by the way, how much time do you think is involved in this? Four or five phone calls? Can you get that much (laughs) out of four or five phone calls? By the way, how long do you think it takes to get an appointment with, say, just to pick a name, Loblaws? Mm -hmm. You're going to be on the phone for a month before they get through to the buyer's. I'm going to get this done in a, in a couple of hours. Any other objections, sir? I want a personal guarantee of the return on the time invested in the money. Absolutely. I'll be happy <laughs> to give you a personal guarantee. <laughs> but am I wrong? Would that not be the case? No, you're going to get those yeah. questions. You need to be, as, as a business person, you need to be aware that you're going to get those types of questions. They're normal. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the problems of what I call conditioning. <laughs> You're conditioned to get that. So let's get ready. This is why I have a team. This is why I, I, I mobilize my seven or eight people that are on my team and say, we're going to get that objection. Let's prepare for it. The first thing you do in sales is you teach your salespeople anticipate. You never walk into a store and the guy says, oh, yeah, send me 17,000 cases. <laughs> Not going to happen. Maybe in Quebec. Maybe in Quebec. Maybe in Quebec. Especially if you... <laughs> okay? So it's part of that conditioning process that we're, well, we've almost fell for it. Yeah. And we're not prepared for it. Are you prepared? Were you prepared? And I don't want to embarrass you. Were you prepared that your wife was going to have a rough time last weekend. No. No, we're never prepared. You don't know what's going to happen. Why not? Because we never asked that how-to question. How are you going to handle your weekend? How are you going to handle the the overbooking that takes place in a salon? How are we going to handle an overbooking in doctor's offices? People wait two, three hours. But nobody has taken the time to sit there and say, how can we manage the situation? How can we make it better? 
So we look in the waiting room. got magazines there from 1832. <laughs> Not even current ones. And we have all kinds of iPads and laptops. Why don't you provide a small little, what do you call those small gadgets? Uh, tablets. Tablets. Thank you. I'm not a techie, but you are. <laughs> so why don't we have four or five tablets? They cost, what, 100 bucks a piece? And say, here, Netflix, free. While yeah. you're waiting, watch a movie. Yeah, that'll pass the time quick. Oh, now there's a how-to. Wow. Is there another how-to that we could think of that helps people in the waiting room, in a salon? People are waiting for everything these days. Now, if you're having a heart attack, you haven't got time to read a tablet. But, <laughs> <laughs> you know, at a minimum, we've come up with a few how-tos. Yeah. And that's the key that I want to push. The, the one thing I do want to mention, though, if you're in a team situation and you're discussing how many how-tos can we come up with, you are not allowed to evaluate or pass judgment on that idea. And the minute you do, and what do we hear in meetings? Yeah. yeah. Ah, that's, that's not going to hurt my mind. Come on, Get what are you serious, about? Gino. Are you serious? That's stupid. That's ridiculous. That'll never work. Yeah. You're going to get a heater? Where are you going to get heaters from? Hot chocolate. Who's going to make the hot chocolate? That's Too much Steve, work. wake up. That's not. I mean, where the hell February, did you come with that? What are you thinking? Yeah. Where's your brain? You know, I think my response to that conditioning would be how many other people are doing this in February? How much great publicity yeah. will we get that maybe in February we'll have a small crowd, you know, a little bit bigger than what we usually see on a Saturday afternoon, but come June they're going to remember what we did, you know? How much of an impact are we going to have on that community for the charity we worked on? That, again, like you just pointed out, all the positives that come with it. So my last question would be, how, how would we not want to explore this? Well said. And, and put that back to that, that conditioned right. manager who is obviously looking at the bottom line but needs to see the greater picture. Absolutely. See yeah. how wonderful you are? That was excellent. And that is precisely what we achieve by pushing a bunch of how-tos. And again... Not allowed to evaluate, not allowed to pass judgment. Yeah, but we tried something like that, uh, I think it was in the 1700s. 1929 depression. Yeah. Okay. It didn't work. Didn't work then. <laughs> Maybe you did it wrong then, and it's time to look the for a new high how question is, how yeah. can we make sure that it works this time? Yeah. And the key when you when you... Why do I say don't evaluate or judge whatever anybody's saying? I don't care what the idea is. I don't care what the comment is. No judgment is allowed. Yeah. Because it turns the person off. They feel ridiculous. You basically rejected their idea. And when you reject, they drop into the shutdown They're zone. They're going to stay silent and, and not bring another great idea it. forward. Absolutely. No yep. Now, what you're allowed to do is say, hey, that's a nice... What do, that was a very interesting idea, Gina. How, could you amplify that, please? What do you mean by that? So I want you to expand. I'm forcing you to expand your brain. Mm -hmm. So you just threw it out there. I want you to expand. So the good manager 
is always looking to keep the doors of the brain open. You know, and as the recipient of that from the manager, I think as an employee, I might think, oh, man, he saw value in my suggestion of how to. And now he wants to expand and listen even more. And I might even have a, a real good chance here to, to be the, the lead in this particular venture. So I'm just going to continue to give you more ideas and see how maybe as a group we can collectively come up with even better ideas. So, yeah, of course, I'd be more encouraged to, to keep talking in that meeting. There, there is a challenge with this, though, which is, in my experience, is it's great to have a lot of good ideas and brainstorm and, and come up with a, a how-to. But at some point, a decision has to be made and action has to happen. How do you transition that? I want to list all the how-to suggestions, ideas, whatever you want to call them. I'm assuming we're in a meeting. I want to list them all. Okay. Now we're going to go around the room and say, what's feasible? What is the, what can work? How do we make this work? How do we make idea two work? How do we make idea three work? Oh, well, it may well be that idea six is great, but we just can't execute it. Mm -hmm. So now we've got to look at the execution feasibility of, of the ideas. The next thing I want to do is, because I believe in teamwork and team spirit, I want to make sure that my team is involved and I want them to be engaged in what we're doing. Because once they're engaged, it's going to be a better execution mm -hmm. than if they're not engaged. You got two or three people, ah, that's not going to work, that's stupid. Okay, well, <laughs> I got to either convert them or get rid of them. Right. <laughs> You follow what I'm saying? Is yeah, and, and I think that's one of the challenges many businesses have is they keep well, those guys. They, they keep yeah. those guys, and, and, and the negativity is so bad, it's not funny. And nothing ever gets done. Yeah. And how many times do we go to meetings and say, ah, nothing ever gets done? We keep talking about the same issue, nothing is resolved. It's never resolved because it's time to make a decision. So again, back to my list, I want to see all the ideas. Now, whether you make a list or just make notes and then go mm -hmm. through them all, fine. Now, I want the team who's going to execute them. Which one do you want? Number three? Great. Now, let's take a vote. I don't want unanimous. I want majority. Yeah. yeah. Unanimous never works. There's no such thing. I know it's in the dictionary, the word, and a lot of companies run on. Well, we want everybody. No, I don't want everybody. I want the majority. So I take a vote if I have to. And if the majority says number three is the one we're going to do, great. Now I know where we're going. Everybody on the team knows which, how to, we are going to pursue. So now it's a matter of execution. And if everybody's engaged because we agree ahead of time, it's the majority that's, that wins, they are now engaged. So even if you didn't like the idea, Gino, you need to make the phone calls. Uh, uh, Bert, you didn't like the idea either. Call a hot chocolate company and let's get some hot chocolate. Get it done. Get it done. Marshmallows, Steve, handle marshmallows. So you're engaged. Mm-hmm. Because our team agreed 
We are going to go with the majority. And I used to always say to people, the minute you leave this room, you're all in love with idea or how-to number three. Deep down, you may hate it, but if you're part of this team, you love the idea, and you're going to execute it. And if you don't, you're not part of the team. Pretty simple. Get promoted to garbage man. Take out the garbage. <laughs> well, you, you know, I mean, let's be realistic here. There are people who just are not going to be on the boat. Yeah. And that's the way the life is. Yeah. But I want to, as a manager, because ultimately we're talking about how do we make things better. As a manager, you've got to know what you want to do. So as a manager, I've said one thing to your team. I want to make sure that February sales are <laughs> double or triple what they were last February because they were lousy. Okay. So I want February to be a successful month. It'll help us have a successful quarter. Okay. That's what I want. Well, you're the boss, so you've decided. Good. Now, how we do that is up to me and my team. And the many how-tos we... We're not going to go for a quick fix. Yeah. Which is a mistake that a lot of mm-hmm. managers make. I want to... Let's, let's use the opportunity to make it successful. Yeah. That makes sense? I think it's well said, George. And uh, great insight as always. You know, in, sum- in summary, the uh, kind of key principles on the how-to are using linear thinking versus lateral. No, no, it's the reverse. Using (laughs) lateral thinking versus linear, taking the time to think, which is uh, what we've been conditioned not to do. Uh, And no judgment, no judgment in idea creation. I think that's a, a critical point as well. See, the other thing why I say no judgment is I value or a manager should value every opinion, comment, idea, suggestion that his or her people make. Mm -hmm. I hired you because you had a wonderful (laughs) curriculum, a wonderful whatever resume. You had talents and, and skills that I valued. That's why I hired you. Yeah. So my responsibility as your manager is to use the skills and talents that you have. Right. If I evaluate and tell you, ah, that'll never work. Who's the dummy? I'm not valuing that which I hired you for. Well said. Join us on our next episode when we'll be talking about self-talk. Thank you for listening to Making It Better with Uncle George. Isn't it nice to know you have an Uncle George on your side? Send your it questions to Uncle George at georgecurry at simpatico.ca. That's G-E-O-R-G-E-K-O-U-R-I at simpatico, S-Y-M-P-A-T-I-C-O dot C-A.